The following presentation was recorded at the Buddhist Society of Victoria, Malvern East, Australia. Please visit our website at bsv.net.au. Okay, good evening everyone. Nice to see a few people here tonight. Nice quiet night. Is there anybody that's here for the first time? Yes, no. Anybody uh, ever not meditated before? Is this the first time meditating? Awesome, you're all experts. I don't have to. I don't have to do much. This is a good thing. I like it when people know what they're doing. I don't have to speak. <laughs> Very good. Okay. Uh, just anybody that doesn't know who I am, my name is Ajahn Sadro. I'm staying here for the Rains Retreat at the Buddha Society of Victoria in the Vihara over there. Um, I think I will be doing the next Monday night meditation as well. So uh, during the Vasa, the three months Rains Retreat, um, because it's it's a little bit more difficult for the monks and nuns to travel. Um, some of the monks and nuns that come to give the talks on Sundays, they might just be coming for the Sunday talks, and so a lot of the a lot of the time, I'll probably be doing a lot of the Monday sessions for the next couple of months, kind of thing. So there will be some others uh, here and there that that come and do the meditation, but yeah, you you're sort of stuck with me for the next uh, for for most of the time for the next three months. So hopefully that's not too much of a burden for you all. Um, so if, if we're all, uh, uh, we're all familiar with the practice, we might uh, actually start, we'll, we'll get started now. <clears throat> so we find a comfortable seat. Just settle in and relax into the seated position. Whether you're sitting on the floor or sitting on the chair, doesn't matter. As long as we try to keep the back nice and straight. Just as we sit and start to settle in, it's good to take a few deep breaths to really connect with this activity that we're about to undertake of sitting and practicing meditation. Take a few deep breaths and really feel it in your stomach. We can also make a determination before we start that for the next 45 minutes or so that this is a really good opportunity for us to put everything down and 
work to improve the quality of our minds. So any concerns or <clears throat> worries or thoughts or plans that you may have, and just decide to put these down for now. And try to make the best use of this time. See if we can start off by bringing awareness to all the different sensations in our body as we sit here and start to settle in. Feel the weight of your body against the seat. You can feel the touch of your clothes against your skin. You can feel any temperature. <clears throat> it's in the air that touches your skin. Just take a few moments to really soak in and appreciate the way the body feels right now. We can pay attention as well to the sounds that we hear, the sound of my voice, the sounds in the room. And for the next few moments, just observe the sensations and the sounds that come. And as we do this, we can make a observation that will just let everything be. let it be as it is without us having to try to control it or change it. Just whatever we feel, just let it be.
you can start to rest your awareness in a place of stillness. You can watch the breath come and go. Just like you simply sit on the shore of the ocean and watch the waves come and go. You can just simply sit watch the breath go in and go out. Whatever kind of mood or mental state we may be experiencing, calm or restlessness, just try to let that settle as we simply rest on the breath. Whatever's there, we simply remind ourselves that we just let it be. However the breath comes and goes, short or deep, we simply let it be. And however our minds or our hearts may be restless or calm, filled with joy or filled with worry, we simply just let this be. Let it be as it is and simply rest in the stillness of awareness of the breath.
whatever we experience. Be they the sensations in the body of pain or pleasure, or any sounds, anything we hear, any moods or feeling states in the mind, any thoughts, memories. And just remind ourselves whenever these pop up to distract us and pull us away. And just remind ourselves we need to let these things be. Do we leave them alone? We just rest in this point of stillness. This point of immovable awareness in the present. Where things just appear and disappear, come and go. We stay still in this place where the breath comes and goes and rest our awareness here. And anything else that comes in and appears in our conscious awareness, just simply let it be. No need to try to push it away. No need to try to hold on to it. Just simply and effortlessly just let it be.
rest as this point of stillness. Rest as this center of awareness. And anything that comes in to this space of conscious awareness, just simply let it be. Any thoughts that arise in the mind might be good thoughts or bad thoughts. And simply just let them be and rest as this space. Any emotions or feelings that come and arise and move and change like weather patterns through the mind. We just simply let these be. And try to change them, or control them, or push them away. Or painful or pleasurable sensations throughout the body. We don't reject uh, the painful, try to hold on to the pleasurable. Just simply let them be as they are. If we let them be, they'll naturally change of their own accord. The more we try to fight against them, the more we suffer. The more we're able to let things be, the freer we become. Just like if you were standing on the edge of the beach, And you try to push away the waves as they came in. You try to control them. The more you struggled against it, the more you realize you couldn't change it. But if we just let the waves be, let the ocean be, when it rolls in, sometimes it rolls around our feet. Sometimes it doesn't even reach us. Sometimes it comes in further. We just simply 
let the waves and the tide be as they are. It's the same with our experience in our minds. Whatever happens, we simply let it be.
in the last few minutes of the meditation. I'd just like to get you to try to bring to mind somebody you're close to, that you may have known for many years. Try to bring this person up in your mind. And just recollect something that this person does that maybe slightly annoys you. A small tick that they might have. A small behavior that's maybe just mildly annoying. You may have even mentioned this to them. But even though you mentioned it, they still continue to do it. What's it like to have that small annoyance great against you. Just see for a moment if you can think of this person that you're close to doing this small thing you may even ask them not to do anymore. And just see for a moment. You can just simply let this person be as they are. You've tried to change them, but you can't control what they do. So what's it like to just allow them to be as they are? To accept this thing that you see as a flaw? How does it feel in your heart just to let them be?
Now try to bring to mind somebody else. Somebody that may be problematic for you. Somebody who you care for, you're close to, but in some way they can be problematic. Try to think of the times that maybe you've tried to help them. Try to recall the times that maybe you try to correct who they are. How does that feel to try to push against who this person is? To seemingly no avail. And what does it feel like to think of this person and the issues that they cause? And what's it like just for you to accept that they're this way? What's it like for you to simply let them be whatever behavior, whatever issue it is. What's that like even momentarily to just let that go and let them be as they are? How does that feel in your heart and in your body? This thing you can't change, so you just let it be. Now, try to bring to mind some kind of situation, something that's much bigger than your 
sphere of influence might be a societal issue, might be an issue in your company, might be a national issue. Think of something that, some sort of situation that maybe causes you distress, some mild distress, nothing too serious. But something that is far and above and beyond your control. How does it feel to recollect this situation or this issue? Is there worry or concern there? For this thing that is far and above and beyond your sphere of influence. What does it feel like to just think of this situation and just tell yourself to let it be? That's not something you can control. What does that feel like in your heart and in your body? What does it feel like to let this thing be just as it is? What does it feel like to just let everything be? To let everything follow its own natural state. To accept the nature of all things. Good or bad. Painful or pleasurable. How does it feel to truly and deeply 
Just let all things be. Hopefully you had a nice, peaceful meditation session. It's usually the time we have questions now. I've been harping on about letting it be for a long time, so you might have thought, oh, I had a question, but I'll just let it be, I'll just let it be. Nobody will ask me questions now, so... <laughs> to come up to the mic they can or you can just yell it out to me and it's fine either way anybody online if you have questions you can typey type them in and thank you Ajahn yep. well if there are no questions from the floor there is one online question sure um, namaste how to contemplate death process, Ajahn? I would like to overcome the fear of that process. Please help. Thank you. Did you say death? Death. Yeah, yeah it's, it's one of these things, uh, as Buddhists and in Buddhist practice, you, uh, the Buddha actually did recommend that we try to recollect our own mortality as regularly as possible and while sometimes maybe some people can do this and think oh maybe this is a little bit morbid this is something you know this is I don't see how this is actually helpful um, the Buddha actually really did recommend it quite a lot for us to not worry about 
things so much and for us to really be able to you know, see the impermanence of, of things that are out there in the world. And if we can actually really truly get over this fear of death, this isn't something where we just can become nihilistic or something like that. Actually, our lives become a lot more fuller and richer because we really do appreciate uh, the opportunity that we have. But actually getting over this fear of death is, is something that's massive and really something that's huge. Um, I know a lot of practitioners that have been practicing you know, a long time and they um, uh, do a lot of uh, contemplation of, of death. And you get to this point when you're doing it, it's like, yeah, you know, I'm okay. You know, I'm, I'm truly okay with this thing happening. Um, I've thought about it a lot, I've recollected, I've contemplated it a lot, and yeah, I know at some point I'm going to pass away, and you know, and, and that's okay, and I'm fine with that. And then I think a lot of people get complacent. You've sort of convinced yourself that, no, I'm okay with this thing. You know, yeah, I'm fine, it's, it's all good, I'm okay with it. But then the actual thing like starts to happen. And that's where the rubber meets the road. Uh, that's when the true fear of death comes, when you're actually dying. It, you know, I can think about it now and I can conceptually think, yeah, at some point I won't be around and I won't be here. And yeah, I'm okay with that, you know. It'll just be, I don't know what it'll be, it'll, nothing, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'll be gone, it's okay. I can say that now because I'm sitting here and I, I feel pretty good and I feel okay. Um, but if I was lying on the bed and I was actually really dying and it was really happening, I don't know how much I'd be, yeah, I'm fine with this. You know, I don't know how much I'd be actually saying that. And so this fear that we have of death it's so strong that we even though we might recognize that we still push it down it's something that's so palpable and so salient and it's it's the most fearful thing in life and we continue just to sort of ignore it because we've never truly faced it we don't know what it is you don't know what it's like to die until you die so anybody that says that i'm okay with it i i never really believe them it's like well what, what have you like died yet are you have you like have you have you got to that point where you're going to die and some people might say yeah well i got close and you know there was this overwhelming peace and all these kinds of things it's like fine i you know i get that but this, but this kind of thing of, well, you didn't die. You didn't actually get there. So you don't really know what the fear will be like when you're actually right, right at that point. So, you know, the question actually is, is like, well, how do you get over this fear of death? It's like, well, I, I don't know. It's, you know, I know you can do these practices and it's like, and, and they will help. But when the true thing comes you know you just have to prepare as much as you possibly can and if you can actually you know prepare well it's it's going to be easier 
but it's not like that the fear will be gone. Um, I, it's the, the most fearful thing that can actually ever be. So you don't really know until you've actually faced it, but you can do the most that you can until then. You know, you can, you can recollect as much as you possibly can, you know, at some point I will die and actually try to, you know, try to make it real for yourself. Um, obviously when you're in a good mood, you don't want to be doing this when you're, you know, when you're, it's like, oh, you know, like I lost my job and I, you know, my, my cat died and it's like, and I'm going to die as well. Like, don't do it. No, don't do it then. Obviously like do it when you're in a better mood. Um, but yeah, we can try to recollect as much as we possibly can and try to make it as real for ourselves as we possibly can and, and not shy away from it and not think that we're, just because we've understood this thing that we're actually over it. Um, you know, all of us go to funerals every now and again and we see somebody that's passed away and we think, you know, they've passed away and, you know, this was going to happen to me. And then you just go back to normal. I say, like, oh, yeah, I get it. And I go back to normal. So don't, you know, just how do you get over the fears? Like, well, don't shy away from it. Don't ever shy away from it and don't actually ever think that you're over it. Don't be so complacent to actually think that you've accepted this thing because I doubt you have. Um, I know I haven't. Um, I, uh, yeah, I've been thinking about it for a long time and I can tell myself in my good moments that I'm over it and that I'm not worried about it and that I can accept it. But I don't really know. I honestly don't really know if, as I said, if I'm, you know, I, I had COVID last week um, and I was like, oh, I've been hearing all the COVID things and people have been dying. And it's like, oh, you know, all these people are dying and it's all these, yeah, you just become numb to the whole thing. It's like, oh, I, I can understand there's respiratory problems and all these kinds of things and people get sick and oh, it's, it's terrible that other people die and all these kinds of things. And okay, COVID's out there in the world and it's fine and, um, you know, it's okay. This is sort of a part of life and all these kinds of things. And yeah, I'm okay with it. And then I got it. And then I got COVID. It's like, oh, I can't breathe properly. This thing is terrible. This, uh, this, this, uh, this isn't fun. So we can tell ourselves this story and we can prepare for these things. And it does obviously make it a little bit easier when it happens, but we don't really know until the thing happens to us. But we can prepare. We can prepare as much as possible. Um, the I think that like the the kind of analogy that I like to use with this thing is, you know, this is something that is definitely going to happen. There's no two ways around it. You, you, there, there, it's the only certain thing that's going to happen to you is that you're actually going to die. And so again, most of us go, well, I know, I get it. Okay, I put it put it aside. But what if it was really real for you? You can just imagine that, just say, for example, you had to go to, where's somebody that, somewhere that's, just some, you know, imagine you had to go to Ukraine at the moment and you had to go like right into the middle of the war zone and there was no way that you could get out of that. You just had to go. You've tried to do everything you can, but you have to go like right in the middle of that war zone. Now, I don't speak Ukrainian, I don't speak Russian, I don't know how to use semi-automatic guns, I don't know how to run away from, from shelling and all these kinds of things. What could I do if I had to go there? 
would I just go, well, I'm just not going to think about it. And when I get there, I'll work it out when I get there. No, I'm going to die like really quick. You know, the best thing to do is like, okay, I need to learn some of the phrases. I need to learn how to move. In. <laughs> you know, I need to learn how to move through when these guns and all these things are coming at me. I need to like learn how to hide in this kind of way. You try to learn all that you could about the situation if you knew you had to go into this thing. And so I think it's the same with death reflection and contemplating our death. We have to try to think of all the different ways that it could go, and we really do have to try to prepare for it as much as possible and try to actually make it real for ourselves because this thing is coming. Can't just sort of you know, complacently think I'm over this thing. And don't, don't rest on your laurels with these kinds of things. Because again, it's like going to this war zone. You might get there, it's like, okay, I've worked, out the, I've worked it all out. I know, you know, when those guys come over the hill in the tank or whatever it is, I move that way and I'm okay and all these kinds of things. And then, you know, you get complacent and, I don't know, like another mortar comes in another way because you've got complacent. And so, so same with your death contemplation. Don't get complacent with it. Don't think that you're over it and don't think that you're actually over the fear because, again, I don't really actually think you are until it actually happens to you. So keep trying to do it. Keep trying to practice with it. So, yeah, that's a long answer. Um, but it's you know something I've been sort of thinking about for many, many years. And, um, yeah, it's... you. Uh, people that do get very close and that have practiced meditation a lot, you know, a lot of them do say to you, it's like, well, when, you know, when they get really, really sick or something, it's like, yeah, I've practiced for years, but God, I didn't think it was going to be like that. And again, they didn't even die. So, yeah, so it's something that even though you do do a lot of practice, you can never really be fully prepared for the real fear, but you can do as much as you possibly can and, and try to prepare for it as much as possible, but just don't get complacent. cheery <laughs> thank you Ajahn um, are there any questions from the room no okay well if that's the case we might we might call it a night and thank you all for coming uh, what do we have on um, next week next oh sorry this Friday this Friday coming there is the last of the discover Buddhism series in this series um and then we'll be rolling it over and we'll actually be starting a, another lot of uh, uh, introductory meditation courses and introduction to Buddhism. Be rolling through another sort of series of that over the next couple of months as well. But next Friday is the last is the last one. So if anybody's been to the ones before and they want to do the last one, you're more than welcome. Um, Sunday, we have Chi Kuang Sunim. Is that right? Chi Kuang Sunim is actually giving the talk, which would be quite nice. Um, and then, yeah, then I'm here next Monday as well. So I think I think that's about it. There's anything else, Chinta, that we need to say?